Hello and welcome to Mouse in the Mitten Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your Disney trivia knowledge over a variety of topics. My name's Court and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions covering everything from your basic Disney knowledge to some unknown facts. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Make sure you follow us on YouTube, on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and let us know what is your score. And hey, if you are planning a Disney vacation and you are trying to avoid the hurricanes and everything else like that, and you need a little bit of help, feel free to email me at mouseinthemitten at gmail.com. Would love to get you set up. Would love to help you plan your next vacation and make it the most magical experience that you can have. Now, today's game, we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to have actually probably a lot of fun, but we're going to start out by talking about a category that we have probably neglected. If you have noticed, this is episode eight. We have yet to talk about any Disney Channel original shows, and today... We're going to take our opportunity. We're going to talk about our first one. Round one is our category on Phineas and Ferb. So let's have a little bit of fun and talk about one of the most iconic Disney Channel cartoons that are potentially out there. Let's get started with question number one. What is the name of Phineas and Ferb's older sister who's always trying to bust them? Question number two. What is the name of the evil scientist and inventor who constantly seeks to conquer the tri-state area? Question number three. What is the catchphrase often used by Phineas Flynn when he begins his imaginative projects? Question number four. Who is the leader of the Fireside Girls Troop and known for earning numerous badges? Question number five. What are the names of Phineas and Ferb's pet platypus and secret agent alter ego? And question number six. Which pop star voiced the character of Candace's friend, Stacy Hirano? I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. All right, let's get you some answers here on Phineas and Ferb. So question number one. What is the name of Phineas and Ferb's older sister who's always trying to bust them? Always trying to, you know, catch them in the act. Well, that is Candace Flynn. Question number two. What is the name of the evil scientist and inventor who constantly seeks to conquer the tri-state area? Well, that is, of course, Dr. Heinz Doofenshmeiner. I, 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 I always struggle to say the name because I, I don't have a lot of German roots in me. Um... But yeah, that that is who that is. That's obviously the character that Dan Poppemeyer voices throughout it as well. Uh, It's a very distinct voice. (laughs) Question number three. What is the catchphrase often used by Phineas Flynn when he begins his imaginative projects? That is, Ferb, I know what we're going to do today. So every time you hear that, you know you're in for a good adventure. Question number four, what is the leader of the Fireside Girls Troop and known for earning numerous badges? Well, that is Isabella Garcia Shapiro. 
Question number five, what are the names of Phineas and Ferb's pet platypus and secret agent alter ego? I got to admit, I was not a big fan of Phineas and Ferb when it first came out. So when all of a sudden you see this teal colored platypus everywhere, I was very confused. But the correct answer there is that is Perry the platypus also would accept Agent P there as well. And then last but not least, question number six kind of gave away the answer to question number one, but hopefully you didn't make that connection too harshly there. But the question was, what pop singer voiced the character of Candace's friend, Stacy Hirano? And that is Kelly Clarkson. It was kind of a cool connection there. Cool to see Kelly Clarkson get involved as well. Round two now, we are gonna get into our fast facts round. This round is filled with simple questions that have simple answers. Today's category is Disney villains. For this round, I'm gonna give you the name of a Disney villain. You simply have to tell me what movie are they from. For example, if I were to say Scar, you would say The Lion King. So let's get started with question number one. Maleficent. Question number two, Jafar. Question number three, Captain Hook. Question number four, the Queen of Hearts. Question number five, Governor Ratcliffe. And question number six, Dr. Facilier. Now, if you listened carefully, you might've heard Milo telling you some of those answers there from the room next to me he's he's barking there's another dog barking outside so he might be giving you some of the answers if you listen carefully but question number one maleficent well maleficent is from sleeping beauty obviously turns in the dragon everything else like that really iconic when you think of the different types of villains that are in the disney lore she might be one of the most recognizable number two jafar well jafar is from aladdin Question number three, Captain Hook. Well, obviously that is from Peter Pan. We talked about one of his one of his partners being a sidekick last week. This week, Doc, Captain Hook is one of the villains. Question number four, the Queen of Hearts. That is from Alice in Wonderland. The most out of balanced villain that there is. She was happy, then she was sad. She's happy, then she's sad. It, it, Queen of Hearts is just, she's weird to me. And then question number five, Governor Ratcliffe, that is from Pocahontas. He's the one that, you know, basically sits back, does nothing, but then claims, you know, this is Jamestown and then tries to fight the Indians and everything else like that. Turns out that he's the bad guy and was very greedy, especially when he found out there was no gold there. He was very upset. And then last but not least, Dr. Facilier, that if I had said his name, you were probably like, I, I'm not 100% sure, but if I said the Shadow Man, then you would say, oh, that's, that's the princess and the frog. So that is what where he is from. That is his official name is Dr. Facilier. Uh, he is from the princess and the frog. Obviously, a lot of cool animation there. If you watch, everyone knows, if you watch the shadow of his, when he starts to do all of his voodoo, all the shadows of on the wall turn to skulls. It's really, when it's in the shadow, turn to skulls. It's really, really cool. And something, again, one of those little hidden nuggets that Disney is well known for. Kind of like in The Princess and the Frog, the carpet from Aladdin is in there as well. Just a little tidbit as well. <laughs> Let's continue on now to round number three. And round number three is our connecting the circles. For this round, you will have five questions that may or may not be Disney related. 
but the answers do all tie together in some way through Disney. And that's going to be the sixth question. The sixth question is what is the connection? So I'm going to give you a little hint. No, you cannot say that all these are part of Disney. Um, they all tie together in another very specific way. So let's get started with question number one. As of 2014, what song has been played more than 50 million times? Question number two. Where can you hear the song, There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow? Question number three. What ride in Tomorrowland should you look down because you never know who you will see and you will hear a call for Mr. Tomorrow? Question number four. What president was one of Walt Disney's idols and was one of the first human animatronics created by WED? Question number five. Located in Disneyland and measuring 120 feet high, what tower was designed by Imagineer Raleigh Crump? And question number six is what is the connection between those answers? I'm going to give you a little bit of music. Don't worry, it won't be stuck in your head hopefully for too long. And then we'll come back with the answers. Let's connect those circles. So question number one, as of 2014, what song has been played more than 50 million times? Well, correct answer there is it's a small world. Now I have looked and I have looked and I looked and I could not find a more recent total than as of 2014, the 50 million. My guess is it's probably up over probably close to 60 million because you figure it's been about 10 years since that and the connection there you'll you'll see it later if you haven't figured it out already but the connection there you would figure they're probably upwards of 60 million plays at this time especially now that it's a small world is in every single park around the world now question number two where can you hear the song there's a great big beautiful tomorrow well that is the carousel of progress now one of my favorite features of the carousel of progress especially the one down in disney world is that it is the original one that ties this all together. Um, and it's the one that we can undoubtedly say Walt was there. So it's kind of cool to think that in Disney World, that Walt Disney stood in that theater at one point as well. Question number three, what ride in Tomorrowland should you look down because you never know who you will see and you all, and you hear during this ride a call for Mr. Tom Morrow, calling Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow. Well, that would be my wife's favorite ride, the People Mover. It is a fantastic ride. My wife loves it. She has a shirt that says the People Mover. She, it's, she, if there's a fan club for the People Mover, she would be trying to chair that club and be very excited about it. Question number four, what president was one of Walt Disney's idols and was one of the first humans that, that they made into an animatronic at, over at WED? Well, that is Abraham Lincoln. 
Question number five, located in Disneyland and measuring 120 feet high, what tower was designed by Imagineer Raleigh Crump, who he just a few months passed away. His mark on Disney is indelible. Um, but the correct answer there is the Tower of the Four Winds. So you had answers such as It's a Small World, The Carousel of Progress, The People Mover, Abraham Lincoln, and The Tower of the Four Winds. Well, the connection there is... All of those were part of the 1964-1965 New York City World Fair. Obviously, Walt played a huge part in that World Fair. He used it as a way to kind of test some of these concepts out. He used it as a way to kind of create some of these new concepts. Now, the People Mover was not the People Mover. What they did there, it was sponsored by Ford and what you would do is you would climb up into a Mustang, into a Lincoln, into a Mercury of some kind, because that's oh, that was all into the Ford, and you would ride around in a similar fashion that you would on the People Mover, where it's continuously moving, it doesn't stop, you hop on in, and then you go. It was also a great way for Ford to be able to hype up their Mustang, because technically the Mustang came out in 1966, so by... It being part of the 64-65 World's Fair, that's what amplified the excitement for the Mustang to come out the next year. So yeah, our connection there, all of those were part of the 1964-65 New York City World's Fair. Round number four now, and round number four is typically reserved for our anniversary movies. And today, we are going to talk about one of the most celebrated, one of the most cherished, and one of the most beloved Disney movies ever created. And that is Mary Poppins. So let's celebrate this movie that has one of the longest words in Disney history, along with a couple of songs that are definitely going to be stuck in your head for the rest of the day. So let's get started with question number one. Within three... What year did the original Mary Poppins come out? Question number two. Who plays the role of Mary Poppins in the original film adaptation? Question number three. In the movie, what is the name of the father of the Banks family? And no, Mr. Banks will not be accepted. We're looking for first and last name here. Question number four. What is the name of the animated scene in Mary Poppins where the characters jump into the sidewalk chalk drawing? Question number five. What 2013 movie was inspired by the creative process of making Mary Poppins? And question number six. What movie would you find the line... I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. All right, I'm going to give you a little bit of music, and then we will return with the answer. All right, let's get you some answers here on Mary Poppins. So question number one, within three, what year did the original Mary Poppins come out? Well, it came out August 27th, 1964. So in order to get the point there, you would have had to say between 1961 and 1967. Now, if you watch the movie back, seeing some of the things that they did in that movie just makes you go, because think about that. That's 1964. They 
probably filmed it in 62. Just some of the ways they did things, it, it always makes me curious how they did some of those movie magic things way back then. Now it's just all computer CGI, everything else like that. But back then, how did they do that? That's going to be my question until I get some answers. Question number two, who played the role of Mary Poppins in the original film adaptation? Well, that is Julie Andrews. Now, yes, Angela Lansbury was Mary Poppins, but that was a different version. That was, I think, a TV series, if I believe, if I remember correctly. She did play Mary Poppins, but for the film adaptation, it was Julie Andrews. Now, in a kind of funny thing, though, the guy that played Mr. Banks is the same guy. So they did have some characters crossover, but for the most part, Mary Poppins was, and we all, a lot of us associate Mary Poppins with Julie Andrews. Question number three in the movie, what is the name of the father of the Banks family? Well, that is George Banks. Again, Mr. Banks would not qualify here. We were looking for first and last name. Question number four, what is the name of the animated scene in Mary Poppins where the characters jump into the sidewalk chalk drawing? That's also where we hear the song Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That is Jolly Holiday. And then question number five, what 2013 movie was inspired by the creative process of making Mary Poppins? That was Saving Mr. Banks. It's a great movie. Tom Hanks plays a plays Walt and does a great job. Uh, the Sherman brothers were fan. The people that got to play the Sherman brothers were fantastic in that. And it's just a really solid movie. It's a really cool movie about how what Walt, what Walt had to do to get the rights to Mary Poppins and how they all came together. The recordings, everything else like that is just phenomenal. And then last but not least, question number six. What movie would you find the line, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all? That is from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So there's a scene. It's one of the final battle scenes. Yondu is floating on some sort of stick of some kind. And Peter Quill goes, you look like Mary Poppins. And Yondu's like, is Mary Poppins cool? And he goes, yeah, she's cool. And then he yells out, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all, which is just hilarious. Um, and it just it, it's just a reminder of how good of a series the Guardians of the Galaxy were and how great and iconic of a movie Mary Poppins is. All right, let's wrap up today's game with a round that we're titling Disney Soundtracks. So here's what we're going to do for this round. We're going to end today's game with a little bit of musical fun. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to list three songs from a Disney movie soundtrack. You just have to simply name the movie that that has that soundtrack. So I'll name three songs. You say the movie that those three songs come from. So let's get started with question number one. Two worlds, trash in the camp, and you'll be in my heart. Question number two. Scales and arpeggios, Thomas O'Malley cat, and everybody wants to be a cat. Question number three. A beautiful spring day, Old Thunder always wins, and Cruella DeVille. Question number four. Spirit in the sky. Na na hey hey kiss him goodbye. And ain't no mountain high enough. Question number five. Immortals. Nerd school. And I'm satisfied with my care. Question number six. 
And question number six. Something that I want, mother knows best, and I have a dream. Alright, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music. It is worth noting, I'm trying to get some of those Mary Poppins songs unstuck from your head by putting in some of these songs. But I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, and then I will return with those answers. Let's wrap up today's game by getting even more songs stuck in your head. And question number one, two worlds trash in the camp and you'll be in my heart. Well, that is from Tarzan. Obviously you'll be in my heart is one of the most iconic songs from that movie, but trash in the camp is a very unique song. And one of the only times that you see in sync on any of the Disney songs as well. And for me, that's a little bit heartbreaking. Uh, question number two, Scales and Arpeggios, Thomas O'Malley Cat, and Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. Again, That this one might be an example of, you know, the first one, you're like, what? Second and third one, you're like, yes! That is the Aristocats. Question number three, A Beautiful Spring Day, Old Thunder Always Wins, and Cruella de Vil, that is 101 Dalmatians. That is the probably perfect example of the first two songs you're going no clue. Third one. Yep, this one is 101 Dalmatians. So that one is 101 Dalmatians. Next one. Spirit in the Sky. Na Na Hey Hey Kiss Him Goodbye. And Ain't No Mountain High Enough. That is from Remember the Titans. No, I did not intend on those first two to rhyme. They just happened to be that way. But this is by far one of my favorite movies. So anytime we start talking about music, I'm going to... Th- probably try to sneak in a song from remember the titans plus in an ironic twist it's the only live action movie all the rest of these are cartoons as well but you know it's it's still all just for fun anyway (laughs) moving on now to question number five we have immortals nerd school and i'm satisfied with my care if you know the movie, the first one, you got it right away. Um, if you didn't know the movie, this one maybe confused you a little bit. This is Big Hero 6. Now, Big Hero 6, they don't have a lot of original songs that are part of that in terms of what would be like a radio release song. But Immortals is the big song from that. Um, Nerd School is the scene where they go to the school and then I'm satisfied with my care is right at the end. Anytime if you've seen big hero six, as soon as you hear that song, your heart immediately breaks, you start crying and we all know why. And then last but not least question number six, something that I want mother knows best. And I have a dream. Well, that is from tangled. Now my wife is going to get very mad at me because I did not include at last I see the light, but you know, these are still three very good songs. Um, yesterday we brought our daughter in for her one year checkup and they had just finished the movie tangled. So something that I want was playing and I'm dancing with our daughter and just having a little bit of fun. Um, just, and I think I amazed all of the nurses working as to holy cow, how does he know this so well? But at the same point, we're talking about tangled one of the all time, one of my all time favorite Disney animated feature films. And I have to thank my wife for, for showing me that for the first time. All right. Well, that's all that we have for this week. I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I will return next week, Thursday with more questions and more fun. Make sure you're following us on Apple. Make sure you're, when you select, 
like to follow that you select to automatically download. If Apple isn't your thing, make sure you're subscribed everywhere else. If you are watching us here on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed here on YouTube. Click that bell for notifications. Comment down below what your score is this week and wherever you can leave a five-star review thumbs up whatever would love to see it and if you want to follow us on social media you can follow us at mouse in the mitten on youtube facebook instagram and tiktok those are all great places in which you can reach me to be able to if you want to book a disney vacation if you have questions about your disney vacation you can reach me there or you can email me at mouse in the mitten at gmail.com all those locations also have links to a google form if you want to fill one of those out i can help you plan and execute your next Disney vacation and have a fantastic time. Well, hey, that's all we have for today. My name's Court. The dog's name is Milo. I appreciate you tuning in. I hope you return next week for more questions and more fun, and I will see you next time.